All right, and welcome back to the show. I'm joined by Jake, and we've got a guest host, John, uh, this week. Uh, not the same John as two weeks ago. Um, so many Johns. So many Johns. Yeah, you can call me Johnny if that's Johnny. Easier. Yeah. That works. All right. Um, oh, Johnny boy. <laughs> so, uh, I was going to look up what episode number it was. I think it's 67. <laughs> I think it's 67, too. It could be 68, but let's go 67. All right. Uh, getting close to 69. What movie do we do for 69? Uh, Cruel Intentions? Oh, uh, no. I was going to say Van Van Wilder or whatever. Oh, yeah. That'd or be great. some other raunchy I was going to say, you gotta, obviously. 69, yeah. yeah. You got to meme it out. Just mm-hmm. you know, straight up review of uh, The Hub. <laughs> so I made the page dump, 2000. <laughs> Dude, I'm kidding. Be like, all right, that's grounds to get checked in somewhere. <laughs> um, so we've got, uh, did you see the new Sonic trailer that dropped today? Yes. Thoughts? I, I, I liked Sonic. I'm pretty down for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. John, did you catch it by I chance? did not. I saw it, and I didn't click on it. I was just too busy with all work today, but I wanted I wanted to see it because I'm surprised that they got enough funding to redo it after the fiasco, which I think the first one did pretty well, did it not? First yep. one did pretty well. After they uh, had to uh, <laughs> make him look le- less realistic. I'm yeah. almost convinced that it was a marketing I stunt. I think it was a marketing stunt in hindsight. I think they just came up with something. It might have been real, and I also can see it being a real thing, but... It, it, Ten years from now, they tell me one way or the other. I'm going to believe both stories. That makes sense. I mean, I was going to say they're hiring the individuals from this. Man down. Fuck. <laughs> hiring the uh, was it the CIA uh, doing some psyops uh, research on marketing. <laughs> Honestly, maybe the best, get, get the best way out there. Uh, um, it looks really good though. Uh, yeah. Eggman, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey actually looks like Dr. Eggman more so now. They, they um, just need to put a fat suit on him. I was going to say, they haven't it. given him the fat suit. Yep. Um, he doesn't look like an egg yet. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm in or out on the fat suit. No, yeah, no, fair. Um, look, if they if they decide to give him the fat suit and they put him in a red shirt with like a big high-waisted black pants and overalls, cool. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, he doesn't need it. I, you know... One of the things that I really like about this is like it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not trying to be groundbreaking in the in any yeah. sort of genre because it's very obviously a good guy teams up with bad guy because yeah. he misunderstands other good guy. They fight and then they'll both combine and fight yeah. the big bad evil guy. I mean, if they're gonna do it, you might as well just put the fat suit on him. Like, <laughs> like just no. just. Got to tease that for the third movie. Exactly. That's oh, that's true. Yeah, dude. they tease the mushroom or not the mushroom, the, the mustache, uh, bald hair, yeah, and the, the bald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now they're gonna now they're gonna tease him losing again and getting fat, depressed, eating at the end of it. Yep, oh, I'm so <laughs> here for that. Actually, it's gonna be or the chaos emeralds. Maybe that'll turn him fat. It'll be a la um, uh, dodgeball. Yeah. Where Vince, Still- Vince Stiller's just devouring pizza at the end. That could have been me. <laughs> I'd be so here for that. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, um, it, little Sonic fun fact trivia for you: the Chaos Emeralds are everything gross and dirty in the world. What? That's that's what they are. Apparently, they're the embodiment of grossness in the world, and one's a stabilizer. So apparently, there's a one of the uh, Chaos Emeralds is just a piss gem. That's the yellow one. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. There creative. you go. Oh, there the you roach. Go. 
We've talked about this on the show before, but uh, Sonic, like, the lore behind those games and series is, like, some of the most absurd, discontinuous content that they've tried to, like, go, no, but it is all canon. Like... <laughs> No, yeah, I know. I, I tried to get into it and watch some, like, YouTubes on it to try to get an understanding of, like, the whole storyline. The last time I remember watching, like, anything Sonic was when I was a kid when it was, like, the 2D, or not even 2D. It was when there was, like, the whole little horde of animals living in the woods, you know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about? That, that, and then, like, the really, really cartoony one with just him and Tails. So mm-hmm. I remember going on YouTube and trying to, like, get an understanding for this, and I was like, this just doesn't make sense. And they're just, <laughs> they're just going full into it. Absolutely. None of it makes sense. It's all, it's all insane. <laughs> Um, let's a, see. Final thing. There's a good uh, unraveled uh, on Polygon about Sonic the Hedgehog. I tried to show. It's the Brian David Gilbert guy. Did the Sonic or Skyrim book report and a bunch of stuff. I've shown. Oh, that's previously. right. The guy who found every piece of like literature in Skyrim. Yes. Yeah. And read them all and made a book report on them. And he also uh, made the Zelda canon make sense with Monopoly. That's right. Yeah. I, I have seen this guy's he videos. He brought all the Zeldas together. And the linchpin was Monopoly. <laughs> you you got to give, give, gotta give credit where credit's due. Absolutely. That's the same thing as everyone trying to link all the Pixar movies together into yeah. one, one universe. You got to have some some pivotal point or linchpin. Or Something it. dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something where you jump the shark and go, we're all just going to agree that we can't answer this part. Yep. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We didn't get a ton of other trailers. We got Kenobi since we last recorded. I yeah, think. we did. And yeah, we did. Yeah, I'm and pretty. That, sure. the, is the Kenobi trailer out? Twitter. They they finally had their day. <laughs> the only thing that was liked by the Kenobi account on Twitter as well, which you know what, good for them. They were having a meltdown of like, I'm not ready to be hurt again type of stuff <laughs> prior to that releasing. Yeah, because people kept thinking it. People thought that it was supposed to be dropped during the Super Bowl, right? Yep. Yeah, they were very certain it was going to get dropped during the Super Bowl. And it how, sure didn't. How many weeks ago has that been? A uh, month. Oh, wow. Right? Won the Super Bowl like early February, mid-February? Yeah, so March? it's, been, it's yeah. been a minute. It's been <laughs> four weeks of them going, it'll be today. It'll be today. It, a, a lot of weeks of them being like, no, 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 it's not out yet. <laughs> Was it supposed to air during the Super Bowl? Is that they're, what they're the... just rumors. Oh, okay. So they, yeah. yeah, loosely dropped. Um like a lot of podcasts after the fact were like, we were told by a source that should have known that it was supposed to drop last night. Um, and then it didn't. So everybody was kind of like, oops. So yeah, it dropped or the Super Bowl's uh, the 13th of February. Cause I pulled up the Twitter and it's just, uh, we have been bamboozled. Let us try run amok, flat out deceived on that day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so empty and then clown mask and all that stuff. Anyways, the trailer's out, and it was very good, in my opinion. It looks really good. The uh, Inquisitors look a little goofy, but also a lot of things from Rebels looked goofy, so I don't think there's a way to translate it properly. Uh, Yeah, I'm not positive there's a great way to get the spinning lightsaber used as a helicopter to ever look like an intimidating piece of weaponry. Yeah, I hate that so much, by the way. <laughs> That's my least favorite thing that they introduced. Uh, you know what I'd like better is, like, he throws a rock on the ground and propels himself against the rock. I'd be like, down for that! Uh, have you ever read Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson? No. That's basically what the superpower is. Pe- people can eat metal, and whatever metal they eat gives them a different power. Some people can use all the metals. Some people can only use one. 
but it's a very like hard magic system. And one of the mm. things is pushing and pulling against um, oh. other metals that you can see and sense. So it's like an internal form of alchemy? Pretty much. Oh, that is exactly how it's described. Okay. Um, very cool yeah it's a it's a good book i'm uh, about to start the set well i'm like reading seven books right now it's to hell because i'm doing like two pages of each a night <laughs> god i'm sure that's not confusing at all no no, no not possibly <laughs> and it's not oh. like they're all high fantasy too <laughs> oh man yeah that's that's i'm sure that's easy keep straight one mm-hmm. book per day right one book per day yep <laughs> just rotating like King Henry. Oh man, um, they did leave out Darth Vader from the uh, Kenobi trailer, although it was like a teaser trailer. So I think yeah. that makes sense for them to leave him out. Honestly, I'm not sure I'd put him in the trailer because yeah. the buzz on the internet when he's revealed on screen, if he's revealed on screen, yeah, uh, would be so much greater than people going. Everybody going, I wonder if they're gonna. They, so we already have uh, pictures from set i guess or like promotional images of vader oh, okay He's so so they, so they do exist yeah see if that's the case i wouldn't put him in the trailer because yeah. people already know he's going to be in it mm-hmm. save it for like the end of rogue one yeah yeah like because that's the last time i was in a star wars movie and i heard people cheer and not boo <laughs> oh man <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, the cameos, I mean, that's some of the best ways to hype up the sequels, too, is having that one star that everyone wants to see. I mean, it's just like the, you're just putting the carrot in front of the, the horse and just trying to lure the audience to seeing one more movie. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean it's a great marketing ploy, too. So, Absolutely. I had something in my head, but it's already gone. Oh, I don't no. know what it is. Huge dagger. Massive. Um, I know there was talks of, like, you know, what was going to make Kenobi leave Tatooine. Um, there's some talks of, like, there oh. being a young Leia, potentially. What scene do you have a scene from any prior like Star Wars property that you would love to see them put into this show? What do you mean by that? Like we're get, we're about to get a Darth Vader early in his murdering career. Oh yeah. On screen and we're getting Kenobi in a 7-year stretch that we never really knew anything about or yep. 27 or however long it is, but like and there's a lot of lore that kind of talks in Star Wars about what goes on in this time, even if it's not a ton on Kenobi, is there anything from that? Because I know you've got a bunch of that locked in your noggin. Is there anything that you want to see make it to the live screen? So I know uh, in Star Wars Rebels, they bring Maul. And Maul was reportedly supposed to be the big bad in this series. Okay. But do some internal rewrites. Maybe John Favreau and Dave Filoni saying, hey, this is a little too much like the first season of Mandalorian. Uh They've changed it up, and now I think Vader's going to be the... Vader and Kenobi are going to fight. They're going to have a, a rematch. All righty. It's going to happen. Technically a pre-match and a rematch. Yep. Um, The mid-match. The mid-match. <laughs> the the uh, I, I, Diaz versus McGregor round two. Exactly. I would love to see like some flashbacks of them in the Clone Wars together, because Hayden Christensen came back for this. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. I was about that. to say, I'm looking at the IMDb right now. I saw Darth Vader as one of the top three. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, he's going to be in it. It just depends when, or if it's going to be, like you were saying, like flashbacks and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm just hoping nobody can hear this. My computer's getting toasty, so I'm giving itself, a, giving it a prop up. Yikes. So that it breathes <laughs> a little better. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, what about y'all? I want to see the scene, and it's been all over Instagram for mm-hmm. as long as Instagram's existed and people posted comic book things. But that comic book panel 
where Darth Vader's surrounded and they go, we have you surrounded. And he goes, all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. Yes. That's such a cool scene. That's such a hard line. That's a fantastic quote. (laughs) That just sends chills down your spine. I know. This guy is a badass. He has no qualms about what's going to happen next. Yep. There was an old Western, I think it's Unforgiven with um, Clint Eastwood, where there's a scene where he walks out and this whole like posse is standing out there waiting to attack him. And he's like, we can do this, but you're going to be dead. You're going to be dead. He just is like, you, you, mm-hmm. you, and you, you're going to get me, but you're not making it out. And it's such, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like this scene with yeah. Darth Vader. It's a very chilling scene where he's just like, oh, yeah. I'm very confidently going to do a ton yeah. of damage before I'm done. Just ignite the lightsaber and, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> Congratulations. You get to die today. If we're getting this darker young Vader, I think this is a perfect time to put this on screen. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's right when he snaps. So, like, why not just go full throttle? Like, exactly. Like, what other better timing? You know, like, everyone loves the dark kind of scene or the dark sides of their favorite characters. And, like, nowadays, I feel like just anything dark just sells like crazy. Yeah. So, like, why not take the chance right now and go full throttle with it and just make him just this absolute menace that, he, that he's known to be? Well, in this comic that it's a part of is there's a point in time where Darth Vader's making a play for Palpatine's spot as the Emperor. Um and at some point, I don't, I, I've actually never read the uh, comic all the way through. I kind of have listened to some of it on audio and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, like there's a whole B plot of him trying to take over the, and be the emperor of the galaxy. That is interesting. But the one thing, like, I, I think they need to stray away. Even, just because when I was a kid, it was like all the politics that went into those first three during the Clone Wars and all that. And as a kid, it just went over my head. I just wanted to see the action. But maybe yeah. more, more as an adult now. I'd take, like, I would, I would appreciate it more in seeing, like, just the behind the scenes, the backstabbery, like, stuff like that, but... Yeah, I mean, in that case, it'd be kind of more of a political intrigue as opposed to just, oh, no, they're just having a Senate hearing, and this could be C-SPAN for all I care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tatooine's West Wing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the Tatooine. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, I think I think you're right though. I think like if you're doing all of these spin-off shows, they don't always have to be bounty hunters and stuff. You yep. could take it in some interesting directions. We like things that you could never do on the silver screen because they wouldn't bring in the revenue required. Yep. You could definitely tackle in a TV series. Or or like the time it's needed to like lay out these plots and stuff like that. Like with these mm-hmm. more like like we saw in our I mean as millennials we kind of saw in our generation this this kind of change from the movie industry or not movie industry, but the movies to like these really really high quality shows. I mean HBO is one of the first to do it. Right, these and premium 6, 10, where you're 8 getting, episode. Yeah, and you're getting these fantastic actors and directors that are like yes, I can actually take the story that I wanted to build and, and build it out more than when I only have like what a max, maybe two and a half hours on screen. I don't have it. That's not nearly enough time to build out the kind of like plot and like story that I want to do. So like, yeah, I think that they should take their, I mean, their creativity and let it flow, especially with these TV shows. I mean, it's probably costing them less or maybe it's not. I don't know. I've got no idea. I honestly don't know how that metric breaks out. And I probably should considering we do this. I've been doing this almost two years now. I'm sure this is less expensive than than filming the movies, doing these like small TV series. Probably so. You uh, got to imagine. You would hope. It, it doesn't bring in revenue like a blockbuster movie does. Yeah. Although, I mean, I guess it does get a consistent form of revenue coming in for people True. subscribing to the Disney Plus. 
Yeah, that's true. That, and you can hype it up for the movies. Yeah. I mean, look at Marvel. They're having all these TV shows now that are just like combining them all because they want to keep the audience fixated. They don't want to yeah. lose that market cap that they, to like DC. And, you know, like DC's doing a good enough job themselves to not, like, <laughs> people not this way over there. I know, um, I know you're a DC fan. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, I, oh, it hurts. <laughs> oh, uh, who, did I text you about this earlier today? Somebody wants to be, Nicholas Cage wants to be in The Batman. I did not know that. I know he was talking about... I saw something about him talking about uh, superhero movies. Like, I love him. I don't know why they get the hate or whatever. He wants to be Egghead from The Batman, who is basically like this guy with a deformity who goes on to be a serial killer or something, and was really smart. Um, Interesting. And Nick Cage was like, I can make this guy horrifying. I mean, he's got that creepy smile that he can always put on, so, like, why not, like... You I know mean, what? If he if he shaves his head for it or whatever, yeah, I'm I'm in. I guess. Yeah, it is a it is a look for sure. Is he one of the, he's one of the lesser known villains? Is it one that was like from like the mob family they were using, or is he just another like create like another individual from Arkham that escaped that just went went on a tear? I don't I don't I've never I heard. I think of it's that, just that it's, it's just from the TV show animated uh, series. He's made it into one live action like Adam West Batman. I yeah. think. Gotcha. Um, he, Matt Reeves teased who all he was thinking about using and boy, I'm drawing a blank, but one of them, I was like, that's a good idea. Um, Oh, you know what? It's Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. were talking about this this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> about all the different people we could think of playing Mr. Freeze. And I was joking about it as a uh, John Batista. And you're like, well, actually from what was it? Blade Runner 2042. Yeah. When he mm-hmm. played the scientist, I'm like, Oh man, you actually have a really good idea. Like, yeah, cause Batista has the physical presence, mm-hmm. but he's proven that he can act beyond the physical presence. Exactly. Um, and you know, if you give him some small glasses, he does look very smart as well. He looks very put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Thinking exactly of that scene from you're <laughs> right. Yeah, it did. That just totally blew my mind. And like, he, he can kind of like shrug his shoulders and kind of make himself seem a little bit more smaller and humble yeah. from that grand scheme of things. Because like, he is oh, just a massive put, man. Put him in a lab coat. Have him like change mm-hmm. his over yeah. a little bit. Yep. Do a little bit of physical acting, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and then you kind of say, oh yeah, he boosted on some steroids, and just have him like shoot your angles a little differently and have him kind of stand up and change his posture. I mean, he's a scientist. You can make him look like he got giant. Uh, he, if you want to throw it in there, you can be like, oh yeah, he designed this on special drug, kind of like what Bane, or you make some BS mm-hmm. up. Boost you know, him like, with like that, that. Uh, the stuff that Batman shoots himself with at the end of the movie there. Ooh, that you could bring him in as the guy who's helping seems, him make it. It kind of seems like that stuff might be Venom. Was that, I was about to say, I haven't seen it's it yet, not, but it sounds like it. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, dude, don't worry. You're not going to ruin anything he, for me. He gives himself a little boost. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. He uses the boost to get through. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been meaning to watch it, so don't feel bad if you're going to spoil it. It's not a big deal to me. I don't really care. But um, what did you think about, uh, was it Robert Patterson as the Batman? I think we talked about this briefly over the weekend. But yeah. Rob Abattinson, he did pretty yeah. good. I enjoyed him. <laughs> Say that uh, three times fast. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> yeah, he did... People are like, oh, man, he's like emo Batman, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, he's pl- so in the movie, he's playing year two of Batman. He's only been going at it for two for two years at this point. Um, And I'm like, if you get in the headspace of a guy who's fight- beating up criminals in a bat suit and is only on his second year of it versus the Batman we all know growing up as kids from the animated series and various other properties, mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum, it's a guy who's been doing it for I don't really know how long because, quite frankly— he looks so many different ages, yeah, always yeah. seems like he's put together, but he seems like a guy who's got it figured out, whereas this Batman very much seems like 
this is his first go at it. Yep. He's um, definitely still figuring it out. Yeah, rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Not, like the like I kids when you you brought up like the cartoons, I always thought of Batman as just being like the goody two shows just from back in the day, the cartoons. And like I wanna see a little darker. I wanna see him lose his lose his cool. Like mm-hmm. I want to see that dark side. Like I mentioned yeah. earlier, like people love it. And that's like the new thing people want to see is just like the dark side because everyone knows you felt like, not like obviously my parents were murdered in the middle of the street, <laughs> but like you have like thoughts right. every once in a while when you get angry and like people, I mean, putting through enough stress like that, like you, it, it kind of helps you like relive it yourself. Okay. I, I got to tell you guys. So uh took the Miata in to get an oil change this past weekend. Talking about snapping a little oh, bit. God. And... Uh, they put in, it takes like three and a half quarts of oil. Somebody's screaming that that's not the exact number of milliliters of oil, but like it doesn't take a ton of oil. They put in like two quarts over and something's fucked up on it now. Um, Oh, it did come back if something's fucked up. Well, and I put, I brought it back to them. They put the correct weight oil oil in it this time, as well as the right amount. That's Um, always good. (laughs) And it still was kind of sounding fucky when I pulled away. And so I called them and they were like, well, and I was like, I want to take it to a third party shop, have them look at it. I was just like, look, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I got a vested interest in not paying for it. You have a vested interest in not paying for it. Like we should trust a third party shop. Mm. And she was like, well, we can do it cheaper. And and like, Mm. why would you take it somewhere else? I was like, because you already fucked it up. Yeah, I, I literally <laughs> on the phone was just, and she was a very nice lady. So I'm hoping yeah. like everything pans out. I don't want to shit on them too hard, but right, yeah. it very much was like, man, the reason we're here is because the work that you did. Yeah, like because I don't trust it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't want it done cheaper. I want it done right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, dude, I, we're both just trying to save money. I'm just trying to get out. Of it. The one nice thing though, because I'm not a big car guy, so the one nice part about having smartphones now is I don't have to look like an asshole uh, trying to describe the noise that my car is making. I you can just, just record it on my phone. So I'm going rah, 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 like. So that's actually wow, that's. A very smart way to do that. Uh, I don't know why I haven't been doing I just, that. I thought about it the one time I was in there, and I was making the noise, and I'm like, man, I just look like a dickhead standing here just <laughs> making these weird noises that like sounds like a feral cat mating. <laughs> I've got two usual shops I take my car to. These two guys, all they work on is Miatas. Um, they build the spec race cars for a number of the series that are around Atlanta and Birmingham and stuff. Very cool. Um, I don't typically get my them to do my oil change, uh, but like I emailed both of them and just was like, a clip of what the noise was and they were like oh yeah, yeah you've flooded the engine it didn't get proper oil cycling oh, like no. it, they basically were describing it all and i was like best case scenario they were like best case scenario you got a little bit of blow by we can fix it by putting in some new rings and i'm like worst case scenario is like engine i'm like what wrong what wrong with it they were like whole engine oh, <laughs> no. uh, new car <laughs> new car who dis <laughs> so um oh. i am Eagerly awaiting. I am giving they uh, the first guy who's w- one of the specialists can't get me in until the twenty eighth. Uh, anyway, so they're taking Pet Boys is taking another crack at it. Um, Yikes! On Thursday, well, I'm dropping it off with them. They said they wanted to see what was going on with it to see right. whether or not it was caused by it. And I'm like, look, guys, it's gonna be caused. It's by gonna it. be caused by this. Yeah. But be- you are right. Best case scenario is I hope it's something cheap, and I hope you didn't do anything wrong. Back of my mind, I'm like, but I know you did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we all know you did. Yeah, and your tech admitted it. Like, oops. Um, yeah, oh, so man. it's it's gonna be an exciting week for me. Um, you had any other trailers you want to hit on? 
Uh, I don't know of many other trailers that came out. Oh, I back to I snapped on the phone a little bit and like. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, it broke because of you. like why do you think I want you to fix it? <laughs> oh yeah, I dude I. That's one of those things, though. I don't blame you. Like, it's, it's so much I was like, if I, if I bring it to you for the engine, I'm going to leave needing a transmission, it yeah. seems like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, at that point, you might just be like, look, at this point, we can call it total, and you can pay for a new car. Mm-hmm. So y'all keep messing with it too much. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, I don't think any other trailers came out that... We care about. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember any that did. I'm sure as soon as we stop recording, I'll be like, oh, shit, it was this. But mm-hmm. um, I guess the only update to a trailer I would give would be the, you know how we talked about that DC, the world needs heroes or whatever. That trailer they're doing saying like, here's all the stuff we're putting out in 2022. Yeah. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they knew at the time? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Then that's fair. I like, think this is a, ve- yeah, I think this is a very recent, because they wouldn't put it out if they're like, oh, we're going to have to push Two or three of these to 2023? Whoops. Are there Cybertrucks and Tesla Roadsters? It's very easy to promise things and then roll them back. Fair. Just promise that they'll come out the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think it was not a... I don't think they meant to. Like, they, someone was in the editing bay like, you released the trailer? Why'd you release it? We're not even close to done. Right. We need to do so many more reshoots. Like, oh, no. <laughs> That's actually something I should talk to my buddies about. I have two friends that work as um, I was at ADs um, on a lot of the sets and whatnot, uh, and ask them about that whole process. I don't know if they get a whole lot of behind the scenes, but they're typically on set doing their, their assistant. Uh, was it assistant director? They're in the guild. I forget what it is exactly, but it's buddies from back home that got into it. I think they started in House of Cards and. Uh, wow. They did some other things there here and there. One of them worked on the Ghostbusters, uh, what the, the second Creed and stuff like that. I want to see. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I gotta hit them up. I haven't talked to them in a while, but um, see see what they get any of that kind of a. Uh, they see that. I mean, they probably see all the drama behind the scenes. So it'd be interesting to hear from their perspective a little bit more. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and a lot of people complain about people showing too much in trailers and stuff these days. And like, what a lot of people don't realize is ninety percent of these trailers are shot by an outside firm. Mm-hmm. And the goal of that marketing firm is put the most possible asses in seats. Yep. Pick um, the coolest things and put right. it there. Which is why when a lot of times if you go back and watch trailers for movies, you're like, oh, I really enjoyed that. But if you go back and rewatch the trailer, you're like, the trailer's kind of telling a different story than... And it's gotten better in the past yeah. like year or two, but definitely like two, three or four years ago, I remember being like leaving movies and going, that trailer and that movie were two different people thinking. Like... Yep. I think the the Suicide Squad, the first one that came out, was very, very much, much a, a victim of that. A hundred percent. I agree with that. I think, yeah, they, they gave the editing process for the whole movie over to that company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you made a cool trailer. Make the rest of the movie Make cool. the movie yeah, that like, suck. Yeah. You gave us garbage. <laughs> We're going to make slightly less worse garbage. Cannot make bricks without clay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there's probably not, like, there's not more oversight from the director because, I mean, it's his creation. Why would he let, like... Because usually it falls yeah. on the studio. The studio's paying for mm. the trailer. And marketing, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, one that I did think of on my way over here is uh, the Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, yes. That did oh, have a trailer that came the out. The Unbearable Weight of yeah. Massive Talent? Yes. Oh, no. And something happened? I, I it's, Wait, wait. It's, I thought it was just self-labeled Nicolas Cage. No, no. It's The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is uh, the name of the movie. Is the name wait, of the movie. what? I thought yeah. it was a Nick Cage movie. Oh, man. Did they remarket it? And then, I don't think it? so. Oh, man. I'm just out of oh. it then. 
I just saw his face when I was scrolling through, and I was like, that movie looks hilarious. And was it Pedro Pascal? Mm-hmm. Yep. And God, I love that actor. I, I was reading something for like kind of a synopsis of it. It's basically supposed to be Nicolas Cage kind of down on his luck, accepts like an invite from a crazy fan played by Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. to come to his birthday party, yep. and then shit just gets out of control. Apparently mm-hmm. it's based off, yeah, it's based off true events too. Like, Jesus. Yeah, that's what I heard rumors. Don't quote me on that, but that's what I've heard. Is that like it was kind of based off a true true series of events? I don't know like how. Obviously, they're going to fictionalize a lot of it, but like the actual like the, the like this multi millionaire having come out there is because he lost all his money. I think that was at the point in time where he lost all his money in the real estate. He did. Um, yeah. He had to sell his dinosaur. Yes. Mm. Yeah, his dinosaur head that he illegally obtained mm-hmm. accidentally. Um, does he still have his uh, his tomb that he had purchased down in New Orleans? Because he's got his own like. Uh, like one of those mausoleum, above, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, I hope so because that's kind of awesome. I know. Um, has anybody been getting blasted with trailers for Red? No. It oh. like exit. It's the new Pixar movie. Yeah. It's oh. shown up on every single one of my social medias. No, it's all over for like the past three weeks. Yep, I've seen it all. I've been. I haven't. I've been. Haven't been watching a whole lot of movies, but I've been crushing some TV shows, and it is all over Hulu. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think that's kind of it for trailers, unless anybody's thinking of anything else. Oh, Turning Red. Turning Red. Turning, Turning Red. red. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not yeah just Red's the one with uh, Bruce Willis. And yep. the, Retired, yeah. Extremely Dangerous. Yep. yep. Uh, I love that movie. It's sneaky, super good. I've never seen the second one, though. Eh, it's okay. It's, it's not going to beat the first one. Um, Let's see. William Hurt uh, passed away. Yep. He's talking about that's superheroes. Mm-hmm. He was Thunderbolt Ross in the Marvel movies. Uh, going back to the Hulk in oh. 2008, I think maybe 2009. Um, was he in the Transformers too? As one of the, like the yes, yeah, he was in. He was like a CIA operator, like director or whatever. I'm, That's right. He was in the very first one. I think he's from like Mobile, Alabama. Like he's from the South. And I actually not going to dox you guys here, but I ran into him in one of the bars here one time by accident. Wow. Didn't realize who he was because I was drunk. I was talking <laughs> to this dude. And I mentioned, I think he went to Auburn, too, actually. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I think he went to Auburn, too. And uh, I, I saw him. I thought I recognized him, but I was just standing there talking about Auburn. And he overheard me. And then my buddy realized that I had no idea who he was, but my buddy knew who he was. And it was like one of those things where I was just drunkenly talking this old dude's ear off because like we had mentioned, I mentioned Auburn. He's like, oh, you went to Auburn? And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, let me get you a drink. We'll shoot the shit because you, you, see, you probably see some great games back in the day. But Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he he passed away yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I pulled up his Wikipedia page. He went to Tufts. Oh, I'm, who am I thinking of? No clue. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's another old he, dude that looks. He was like born him. in D.C., so he was born in the South, I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he went to Tufts uh, and Juilliard. Was he from the South? I might be thinking of someone completely different then, or no. another old dude that plays like the the military guys in all the movies. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> I have no clue who I'm talking about then. I could have sworn that was him. Who am I thinking about now? It's going to bug me. But, uh, yeah, he, you know, unfortunate. I kind of. So I, I didn't piece it together. I don't know why, but I didn't. It didn't click in my brain that that was the guy who played uh, General Ross or whatever in the MCU. Because mm-hmm. every picture they he put up of him very doesn't have a mustache. I'm like, yeah. who, who is this man? Whomst? Yeah. The mustache, very sad. mustache can change your entire persona. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm thinking of Michael O'Neill. God, Ooh. damn it! This guy. 
I just saw old, they're, old they're white both, man with, with okay, mustache. Yeah, they're both bald and have mustaches. Yeah, old or white man with mustache. That's, this guy could be loosely interchangeable with, like, just appearance-wise. That's what I'm saying. So this up. is the guy I ran into, Michael that's, O'Neill. That's not far off. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. He, okay, so he was in Transformers, because that's that's what I'm pretty and sure. And he was born in Montgomery. There we go. And went to Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, we saw that's it. That's the guy. Mystery solved. <laughs> old white man, bald with mustache. I mean, that's what that's what I put together in my head. Ooh. Ooh, don't spill that. Nope. Be a bad day. It'd be a very bad day. We'd be going back to the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Boys Season 3 is coming out, unless you'll have more to talk about with William Hurt. No, nah, not right. really. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to The Boys. Have Dang you seen it. Diabolical yet? No. Um, I thought about it, and then I have not. I played Elden Ring instead. I've really just dove down that rabbit hole very oh, hard. Boy. We, me and Q are <laughs> deep in that one. That is taking up too much time. Um, just enough time. It's definitely too much time. Too much time. Um, <laughs> Johnny, have you watched um, The Boys? The Boys? Yes. I watched, I think I finished the second season uh, sometime last year, and man, loved it. I love, uh, was it? Girls get it done. Car- Carl Urban is that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Carl oh Urban. God, I love him. I, I was he? He's an Aussie, right? Or is yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. He does a great American voice, but or not in the voice, but previously what was it Judge Dredd? He's yeah. also in. Oh, he was Judge yeah. Dredd. He was, uh, uh, dude. Yeah, McCoy or whatever on Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was. His, his yeah. McCoy on Star Trek is my favorite. It's pretty good character from the Star Trek series. I think. I think I saw something where that they were gonna they were gonna come back with another one of those. It, it's been in development hell yeah. for like five years now. Another another Star Trek, mm-hmm. really? like Star Trek. Chris Hemsworth's coming back to play Kirk's dad. Yeah, that's what oh, I heard in the most recent one. Because he was the dad in the first movie. And he no was, one recognized yeah. Him. yeah, yeah. He was. He was so baby faced, nobody could tell that that's who it was. Yeah. Man, he didn't have that long hair, that long luscious hair he had in all the Marvel movies. Well, and he had that hair before even then because he was playing James Hunt in Rush. You're right. Um, yeah. and had he. He went from playing Thor to that to back to Thor, and in order to get in the Formula One car, he had to drop like eighty pounds. Oh man, that's like so, Christian Bale like weight changes. Oof. Yeah, steroids are a hell of a drug, kids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love uh, the boys is great. I really loved it. Um, I'm excited. I didn't. I'm just checking out this Diabolical. Is it a? Is it an animated series? What? It's an anthology of animated series. Okay, and I'm I'm pretty sure the game plan there was we. Might have to push the season out. Uh, let's get some content ready. We're going to ask a bunch of uh, different studios to do an episode for us. Right, like Rick and Morty's there. creators did an episode, and it's done in their animation style. Really? Um, oh, yeah, I so like that. E- each episode is not only a different unrelated story, they're all mm. um, in different animation styles. That's cool. I like that. It's like that's like that. Uh, what's it called? Love, Death, and Robots. Or yeah, it's a, a lot like that. Love that. I love those kind of short stories because, like, with the short stories, it's so easy. They could easily take one of those things and create an entire different type of show or movie off of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's what a lot of people hope they do with those. I mean, maybe that's their end game, or maybe it's just them giving the platform for these artists that don't necessarily get to see yeah. the time of day. Which I'm all for that too. It's. I always do enjoy seeing like a studio showcase. Mm-hmm. And seeing what people out there are doing. Because then you can kind of jump down the rabbit hole and see, like... So, like, Avatar The Last Airbender. Show from all of our childhood. Yep. Um, we were talking about it before we started yeah. recording yeah. that they did 
some of the animators went on to do Voltron, Legendary Defender. Mm-hmm. Someone went on to do Dra- uh, Dota, Dragon's Blood. Yep. Um, there's a couple other properties they've been tied to along the way. Um, I think some of them are attached to Vox Machina. That's what I. That I makes think, sense. I was yeah. asking. I was, I was googling it a bit because you had mentioned that they might be, and I. It, well, it, the animation just looks so similar that I was like, when I first saw Vox Machina, without having any know what Critical Role was, or yeah, yeah Critical Role. I like looked into it. I was like, "Oh, is this an offshoot of Avatar?" And I was uh, a lot very off on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> shares services rendered by the South Korean-based animation studio. Okay, oh. that's yeah. It looks so similar. I was like, I, I could have sworn it was the same animators, but obviously, a very different storyline. Uh, not yeah, for <laughs> not for kids. Yeah, not uh, not for virgin ears. So um, no, but very good. Yes, we. I know I enjoyed it a lot. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, so like it's great to see back to though mm. on the anthology thing. It's great to see these studios because then you can kind of go, what else have they worked on? If you yeah. enjoy that, yep, and you can chase down some real rabbit holes off of that. Oh yeah, no, I I I, I think it's great. I like these anthology shows, and I think that there needs to be more of them. And I think they need to take advantage of the ones that like get the higher views, whether it's on Netflix or wherever. It's mm-hmm. like, can we do more with this? Because if this is a good enough storyline, and the the artist or whoever's creating it, the writer, like, I mean, you never know. Like, They've obviously got some ideas. Exactly. Speaking of other animated TV series, Kite Man is getting a spin-off series from the Harley Quinn TV show. Amazing. I'm yeah. actually here for that. I super, I'm pretty here for that, that too, especially in season 2 where you get to learn a lot more about his family history oh my God, and it's yeah. it doesn't get any less funny throughout the entire run. <laughs> um I'm trying to figure out who voiced him in in Harley Quinn. Uh It's somebody famous, isn't it? Matt Oberg, I think. Why who, is it the name sounds familiar? Doesn't have a face that really I recognize, but he's been in a lot of things. A I have no idea things. who he is. I was just the name sounded familiar, but I do not know who this guy is. He's on the Onion News Network at some point. Mm. <laughs> Don't know what that. Yeah, he is somebody who's been a tertiary character on a bunch of things, yeah. and I recognize him. Mm. I couldn't point to a single individual property that I know that I've for a fact I've seen him in. No, yeah. Um, kind of like um. God, I don't even know where to begin chasing down the lead I was about to reference. <laughs> but it's a character that I can picture his face, and I've seen him in a million different shows, and I've got no idea what the hell. Um, it's, it's the opposite of uh, the Colin Farrell for me. Yes. Where I see him like, that's Colin Farrell, and I hate him now. Except for oh, the Batman, okay. I couldn't tell, and it was very good. He did a great job. I wonder how long that makeup took them to do on God, it. a long time, I think. <laughs> there was some report of him like walking out to get coffee just... I was like, I'm not taking all this. I mean, off. yeah, it's the amount, much. the amount of hours it probably goes into get prepping. I mean, the amount, yeah. what time he has to get up. I'd be like, yeah, I'm just gonna wear this around too. No one's gonna know who I am either, so no, I'm not gonna get mobbed. No one knew, but apparently he showed up at the coffee shop and was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> I love it. He probably just enjoys being able to walk around and not get swarmed by people or True. TMZ, whatever that BS is. Man, somebody was talking with Guy Fieri, and they were like, why do you keep the frosted tips and everything? He was like. Because when I don't want to be famous, the moment I quit dyeing my hair, oh my god, no and I shave the shave the goatee, oh, nobody god. will know what I look like. That, oh my god, that's gotta... such a smart game plan. Mm-hmm. He's he's like strategy. it's accidental. He was like back in the day I had them and it kind of became my trademark look, and then yeah. I hated it, and then I got older, and now I love it because it means I've got a hard out that I can take. Yeah, and yeah. if I want to re-enter the limelight, I can do it a month at a time. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just Googled. He looks like a wildly generic white dude. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, I just Googled Guy, Guy Fieri without goatee. And it's just a bunch of like, look, it almost looks like, st- or not, they, there's not even that many. There's like a couple that look like stock images of just a random dude you'd find in like one of those. those Ooh, he frames. must look similar to. Yeah. That's wild. You know what? That's, that's ingenious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They, the guy, the guy has, is a man with a plan. Good for him. Yeah, wildly generic is a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, he is the dead center of the bell curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those are the same pictures. It's it's, it's insane. <laughs> oh, um, you guys got any other news or anything you want to hit on? I didn't think of. I was gonna. Oh, um, yes, I did have some news actually. What? Did you just crack your neck or something? Yeah, and it didn't feel good. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus apparently is getting a bunch of shit because they brought all the uh, Netflix Marvel shows over. All those Marvel shows from Netflix were rated TVMA, and parents are pissed because little child's gonna see it and they're gonna be scarred. Tell me, tell me. When Dad, we were kids, we watched Dragon. Did they bring over Deadpool? No, not Deadpool. <laughs> God, no. But I would love for that to happen. They they made a kids version of Deadpool that was released in theaters. They did. One, Once that. upon a Deadpool, I think was yep. what it was like Ryan a, Reynolds reading it as a Christmas story, and all the gore was taken out. Yep. That is hilarious. Uh, I never actually watched it, but if I, rem- I that's like a, if I remember correctly, <laughs> synopsis of what it was. Um, oh my god, that's so funny! I gotta check that out. Yeah, that is great. But yeah, no, I hope they accidentally screw up and Deadpool makes it on there and just. No, I'm kidding. I would love for that to happen. <laughs> I would love for it to be on there because I want to watch it again. He's well, loosely, maybe some people have referenced that he'll be a part of the MCU at some point. I think I've heard that as well. What would they bring? Oh, like bringing in Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, how <laughs> they got to tone that down a good bit. I'm just trying to think. I'm like thinking in my head like that. Like those I, movies are. I think it would be great if they did the Good Place thing where he can't swear yep. like every time he, if, every time he says cuts fuck, away he, it cuts away immediately to like something he else. knows that it's cutting away yeah. and he goes god yeah blip again yep. <laughs> that would be actually great like you you because he is not the original marvel character to do a fourth wall break but most the most famous one to yeah. do it you could really have some fun with it absolutely Oh yeah, I mean, especially I mean, just Deadpool as itself is just—it's just a constant series of jokes. So like, it, that would just perfectly go along with it to making a joke out of it. Like, and it would be great to kind of slip. Deadpool in the comics is way more insane. Oh yeah, than, I have a couple of them. Right, and it would be great to kind of watch like play it as Ryan Reynolds slowly slipping into insanity because he's the only <laughs> one who re- registers that he's in a movie. The uh, director oh, is yes. the same guy that did Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Director oh, for Deadpool three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ah. So let's think back up for that. But yes, I agree with what all all of what you were saying. It just peaked my mind. I was like, oh fuck. So they just released something about that. Nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Do do we have a release date or anything on, even close on that? I don't think so. No. Like 2025 uh, pushed to 26. Yeah. At this point, it, it <laughs> same just, time as GTA 6 comes out. Is that God? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the next Skyrim game, and you know, yeah. Um, Red Dead Three. I would love them for them to do like a little offshoot Disney Plus exclusive like Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. Especially because you did the... um, Yeah, I know what you're saying. Animated series? Was it Visions? What if? What if? Visions is the Star Wars. Oh, did you just say what if? No, I I didn't say it, but I I was thinking... You're talking about the one where it's like alternate dimensions. Yes, 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 yeah. 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 Um, Just also Disney put up a little age gate thing that says must be whatever to view this. 
brother, child account. we have both been to websites that use that, and it has never stopped oh, anyone. I'm not saying it has to stop anyone, but that's <laughs> the way to get around it. That's the way to be like, we cleaned our hands of this. We put up a thing. Your kid's lying now, so mm-hmm. they're the ones breaking Your kid's a liar. Your kid's a little liar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know. We know. I just like, you know, set it up as like, oh, this is the child account. Child account can only view X things. Whatever. And if they go on your account, then... You, I you, think you deal with them. we we know that never happened. That's never, like I, I'm just no, imagining no, a little kid like bringing his tablet into school because he wanted to watch one of the Marvels and accidentally downloads Deadpool and then the teacher comes over and is like oh what do you listen to little Timmy and then it's just him just cutting people's heads yeah. off and she's <laughs> like oh my god it's a great scene <laughs> <laughs> look at the cinematography like, <laughs> unfortunately Johnny we're talking like these teachers are not now our age oh I know it's so yeah. weird now that I think about it. <laughs> The number of times I've like think back to that a couple teachers and I'm oh. like, they were children. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, very much so. Except the, the the old ladies with the big saggy arms, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, like the lunch ladies, and you're like, oh no, they were definitely older. But yeah, teachers around, yeah, they're our oh. age now. And teachers and nurses are the craziest girls I've ever met. And I have a bunch of friends that are like that, and I love them. But <laughs> just knowing that those kids, those those girls are the ones teaching our kids, I'm like, oh my god. Uh oh. Oh no. I'm joking. Um. So jumping into, I guess, our main event. Yeah. Um, so jumping from Ryan Reynolds to Ryan Reynolds. I do have a tie-in for Deadpool in, in this movie. Oh, you do? In that Ryan Reynolds had a did an Instagram live or something. of. <laughs> well, yeah, he's in it. But he did an Instagram live or did he recorded some video of the young Adam, the kid actor, giving the entire opening monologue to Deadpool 2 from memory. That's amazing. Wait, what? Yeah. They're sitting in a car. They were clearly like in between takes or something. And Ryan's just got his phone up, and the kid's like, given every word you for might, word. You detail, might think detail. this is a love story. Yeah. Well, that's how love stories start. Uh, Fiery explosions. It was, it, no, that's that's the first one. Or this is the one where it's like, uh, he's talking about Wolvie. You, you wouldn't killed. You wouldn't died or whatever. Well, guess what? I'm dying in this one too. That's right. <laughs> might be wondering why I took a nap on this whatever. Yeah. On this pile of 55 gallon oil drums. Exactly. <laughs> It was, it was impressive. He got very far into that. He, memorized, he memorized the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Eh. Proud of him. I guess you're playing young Ryan Reynolds. You got to be young Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. True. Also, this kid very much seemed like he could have been young. Right. Like not. Did he not just look just like him as a kid? I was like a little at first. I didn't think so. And then I, I watched as I watched the second or the third time. I was like, wow, this kid actually does look a lot like Ryan Reynolds. I didn't totally get the visual appearance, mm. but like, oh, shit. No, I I get it. That's apparently actual young Ryan Reynolds. Whoa. Wow. Yep. Nope. He looks exactly like him. I take it back. <laughs> Whoa. That's Ryan wild. Reynolds just doesn't look like Ryan Reynolds is what it turns <laughs> out. Yes. <laughs> well, the funny thing too is like when I saw it, when you have um, Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Gardner as the uh, parents, and you kind of look at both of them. If you were to smash their faces together, honestly, I think they kind of look like Ryan Reynolds too. I'm gonna throw it out there. I think you look like a bloody mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Not the literal order, but. <laughs> No, I can see it. That's fair. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, if you look at them, I was like putting them side by side. I pulled up two pictures and I was looking at them. And I was like, if you kind of combine these two people, they kind of look like Ryan Reynolds. You have the ruggedness from Mark Ruffalo, and you have like the uh, the, the the more like long elongated face of Jenner Garner yeah. in those features. Dude, yeah. If you take away the ninety, the bad nineties haircut, eighties mm-hmm. nineties haircuts. Like he looks a lot like this kid. Yeah, it's wild. I I I looked up pictures earlier too, and to confirm what I thought. But yeah, no, that that little kid looks just like him. They did a good. They did a really good job of uh, 
matching them up. Yeah. Did, 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 did he do anything prior to this movie? I don't know. Let's find out because I've got him pulled up. I think his name is... Br- I think that's Walker Scoble. Is it Walker Scoble or Braxton Bjorken? No, Braxton's the bully. Braxton is yeah. the bully. Yep. It is Walker Scoble. Yep. Uh, he did or is doing Secret Headquarters. Okay. Which is another superhero adventure movie. And he did Entertainment Tonight and The Today Show. So he has literally only oh, wow. done the press junkets for this and this movie. He did a really good job acting for somebody yeah. who this is his first acting credit. Can I put it out there that I think you did a better job than Mark Ruffalo in this? Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with that, actually. Mark Ruffalo had some weird cadence. Dude, I got some quotes yeah. that I written down towards the end, and I was like, what is this? I was like, huh. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo definitely just said things that you're like... He was there. They paid him to show <laughs> up to no, set. No, nobody would ever say this in this way. Right. But, but, but... Like some of the things he did were so nerdy and just like the quotes. Right quick, before we get, yeah. get into any spoilers, let's yeah. all do our spoiler free review. Then we can kind of say whatever the heck we want. That's fair. Um, you want to lead off? Sure. I was just going to say uh, so the movie's about, you know, a time, it starts off with a time traveler who goes, actually finds his younger self and they have some misadventures together. Um, they got straight to the point of, yeah, I'm a time traveler. I'm older you. And he's like, Okay. They, they're very quick to get on that boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like that they did that, too. Uh, on because they got the movie moving. We've seen so many time travel movies where the guy's trying to skirt around it, and yeah. the audience knows, and it, I'm, I'm glad to just kind of rip the Band-Aid off. The yeah. irony. Like, that's what the audience knows, but no one else. Or the, the, the uh, characters don't know, but the audience knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the note I had was glad they got in the meat potatoes so quickly. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. right it doesn't in. feel like you have this movie that's then compressed on the tail end. Yeah. True. They're not trying to like shove everything at the end, like you were saying. Backload the movie with all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Once you get through all of the comedic, yep. will they, won't they figure it out? They it, did it in a great banter, too, the way yeah. that they figured it out. Mm-hmm. They had great little report. I will say, in regards to that, uh, the kids, like, some of the qualifiers that kid had for determining, oh, yeah, you're older than me, were a little not necessary. <laughs> uh, you closed the fridge oh, and yeah. me. Now, I'm okay, sure everyone to, to be fair, though, they did it with a Chekhov's gun where they he did. closed the door and it didn't close, and yeah. then he had to like close it a different way. Maybe he so, just has the same type of refrigerator and they, none of them close properly. It, but I appreciate <laughs> it. actually made me think. I was like, okay, that's dumb, but it's at least a Chekhov's gun that they... Yeah, I was we're try- able to do. I was trying to think of another way for them to like rationalize or for the little kid to figure it out besides that. Cause I like, you, like you were saying, it's kind of, yeah. it was a little cheesy. It's but, the only thing on screen that you've been given. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I was trying to think of something else besides like when they started talking to one another, like the other man, like just mannerisms and watching that. Yeah. But the kid didn't really give, you didn't do like a whole lot on screen of mannerisms that were unique to that individual actor for us to really yeah. make, to, or for him to really connect the two. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the knowing the dog and knowing the, information about his life is like that should be a pretty good indicator also you know having the scar and right the dad's watch and you, know, mm-hmm. you didn't necessarily thing. need the fourth thing yeah oh, they had a lot of good things and it's like all right you don't need you don't need some of these mm-hmm. <laughs> i get it you, you showed it i don't need it <laughs> i don't know but uh they really at the beginning of the movie they dive into some heavy topics on bullying and then family mm-hmm. dramas Mm-hmm. And then they are like, just kidding, we're an action movie. And they come right back at the end. They're like, oh, no, we, 
a whole time we've been about this theme. <laughs> they subtly talk it a little they bit. They do. They yeah. do. I'm not trying to knock it for that, but like. But you're right. It does feel like there are two movies that ha- that share screen time. Yeah. If you were to follow the path of this one talks serious, this one talks action. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. You can't have a movie that's just. I mean, you can, but they're not always as good to just have all of one and none of the other. Right. You need a balance, and I yeah. think they did balance it well. But oh yeah, you need the comic relief. Yeah. For sure, in, mo- in most action movies, I mean, just even if it's just like one witty line, just to like ease the tension of the audience. But. Absolutely. No, I think they did a, great, did a really good job of it. What do y'all? What do y'all think? What? what um, yeah, I guess my spoiler-free, even though we've kind of it's, it's skirted the, it. Yeah, it's in the trailers. It's all yeah. in the trailers, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not talking about the end spoilers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it. I had a lot of fun with this. You know what I'm liking is this shift. We've had all these dark movies and stuff, and I definitely do appreciate that shift because now we're, we've moved far, like we're probably as far from Batman Returns um, cheese ball as we've ever been. Right, yeah. And this manages to be very fun without being like grossly campy. Yes. Like, had a lot of fun with this. I we talk we've talked about it on the show a little bit um, about people getting kind of Ryan Reynolds out. Mm-hmm. I feel like this total line, and he really kind of had some acting range in this. That oh yeah, I kind of forgot that he had. Um, yeah, he was way less of just you know Deadpool. Right, and I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen Ryan Reynolds get this like aggressively into a role since yeah. like Safe House. Wow. Oh yeah, wow, I forgot about and. That. Because everything else since Safe House has pretty much been Ryan Reynolds tried dark and dramatic and it didn't work, so he went to be Ryan Reynolds on screen since then, pretty much. And this has kind of been the most he flexed since then, and it was really fun, really good, great to watch. You're right, I think Mark Ruffalo's lines kind of had some weirdness to them. Um, boy, does Ryan Reynolds have a weird conversation with Jennifer Gardner at one point. Yep. Oh um, yeah, in the so, bar. Yep. Yeah. And. Um, We'll get we'll circle back to that one. Yeah, we can yeah. talk more about what it was about, but um, I think this kid makes teenagers look like little assholes. Um, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but aren't they though? <laughs> it, it did make me think like, would I be like that if I met older like if older me met younger me? Would I be that annoying? Probably. Yes. But like, I'm talking about you, myself. You hope you wouldn't. Oh, but okay. probably. Uh, yeah. No. If I met younger me, I would go. Mm, Time to yeet you off the surface of the earth. Um, like, all right, get away from me and just punch you. <laughs> I was like, how was I this insufferable? Ugh. How did I make it as far as I did? <laughs> when, the, when the hell did I learn? Um, but yeah, like, I think it's, don't go to this movie expecting it to be this revolutionary story or oh, this yeah. Uh, thing you're gonna walk away from and think about a ton later. You're gonna go. Eh, the time travel elements are pretty sound, and the um, story itself had minimal plot holes. Like, well, yeah. they. I feel like they did a decent job with the whole time travel thing because that's always a hump that a lot of movies with regards to time travel have to get over. And what they did was a great job 
of just making their own kind of explanation for it. It's the same thing like in like the movie Looper when yes, Bruce yeah. Willis is talking to uh, Joseph Gordon-Levin in the diner and he's like, listen, I'm not going to get into all this. Like, no one knows how it works. Your head's basically going to explode if I try to explain this to you, blah, blah, blah. And Ryan Reynolds did that in a, like, obviously a nicer tone to a child. And they did a good job of a way to explain that away where it doesn't keep the audience wondering. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they brought up the other, like, he's like, no, it's not a multiverse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do, you, do you want to touch anything else? Uh, the Spoiler? only thing spoil free is when I first watched it, like, I'm, I don't know. I, sometimes I'm a pessimist going to movies. So, like, when I first watched this, I absolutely hated it. <laughs> but I forced myself to rewatch movies. And yeah. I, I did that with Snowpiercer. I couldn't stand Snowpiercer till like, the third or fourth time I watched it. Because wow. I just heard, I mean, and then I, lo- I love it. I think it's fantastic. Right but, quick. What are your thoughts on Snowpiercer being a spiritual successor to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Because we think it wait, is. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a whole topic to dive into, but I kind of see where you're going with this. And, oh, this is... Okay, I, I'm gonna have to think about that, but I see where you're going with it. But you are not wrong. Yeah, that's so weird. So anybody listening who hasn't heard that whole theory oh, is funny. that uh, the kid is um, young Wonka yeah. and has an homage to Wonka, changed his name to oh, what's his name? Um, William. It's William's train, right? Um, I can't remember. But Wilford, it, I think. Wilford. Wilford. Yeah. yeah. Um, and has changed his name from Charlie to Wilford to be that follow is, Wilford Wonka. I, I, I actually really like that theory. That is fantastic. Yep. And if you look at the all of the characters that work underneath him, you can really extrapolate all the other kids oh, who yeah, grew just, up working for him. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it's just like, yeah, I, 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 I see exactly where you're going. Like I said, I, you've already covered it. I'll go back and watch that. I'm going to listen to that podcast and hear it because that sounds hilarious. But um, the one thing that I first thought of when I watched this, though, is... Um, Kid comes back to see himself, or it's kind of the the reverse of the movie The Kid with Bruce Willis and mm-hmm. um, Disney's The Kid, and I kind of thought of that, but then it went obviously a lot different, uh, more action, less emotional, and whatnot. But um, I agree with you. I think Ron Reynolds showed actual emotion, where usually it's just him being witty, his witty banter, and being funny and goofy and charming. And I think they he did a good job with regards to. The the uh, emotion showed between him and his his family. So, yeah, I'd say it's probably top of the Ryan Reynolds Netflix movies that have come out. Oh, don't get me started. Bloody, on that's a, that's like going well, Six <laughs> Underground, uh, Red Notice, and then the Adam Project. I would say Adam Project. Yeah, and then Red Notice and the Six Underground. I really was only thinking Six Underground because I did really enjoy uh, Red Notice. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with Six Underground because it opened with a fifteen minute yeah, car it's, chase. It's Bayham. Like it's I gotta watch that one. Yeah, it's Michael Bay Mayhem. Yep. Oh, is it really Michael? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is the most Michael Bay movie to Michael Bay since Michael Bayed. Oh man! And that when Michael, Michael Bay was Bay's. watching it, he Michael Bayed himself. I I I I had a little trouble. Like, and I think the pessimism pessimism that I first saw when I was watching this is that I think that a lot of these times when these Netflix movies, like they throw all these big actors. So like for Red Notice, I, I know you liked it. I, I, I like it just because I like the actors, but I feel like the actors they throw at you are basically they're trying to force you to love it. You know what I mean? By right. the big name actors pulling in. And like I liked a lot of these oh, actors. If you had changed out the actors in Red Notice mm-hmm. with people that I had never heard of, I would have never watched the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah for and sure. that's and the I whole point. have probably dropped it 15 points. Yeah, I th- that's where I felt like they were doing that originally with this with Jennifer Gardner. And like obviously 
Mark Ruffalo comes in later, but uh, that's what I, I went into it with that kind of connotation because w- watching Red Notice, I felt like they just were like, people are going to love it just because of the actors. And like, I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was fantastic. I, I love The Rock and I love Ryan Reynolds and, um, oh shoot, what's her name? Gal Gadot. Uh, Gal Gadot, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I thought that's what they were trying to do. And when I rewatched it the second time, I, I actually, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought, it, I, I like, nothing to write home about, but. Yeah hour and a half movie i think that's the right time frame i used to wound up accidentally googling gal gadot's name so much when i used to work in construction georgia dot abbreviates oh, to gadot that's funny <laughs> oh, forget the url um you're lucky you didn't click on the images at work and somebody's been like what are you doing at work looking at this woman <laughs> uh, uh i was just looking i was trying to find the rating it, what oh. probably pg yeah it's pg-13 it's yep. PG-13? i looked oh, it up yeah all right, that makes sense. I mean, say it they, well for kind of that. Well, they were know. killing people. Yep, that's true. But yeah, but they don't like. They, there's no blood. I know, and that's really why I think they that's make, how they get around. I it. think they make a reference that they're not actually killing them. Oh, are I they sending they them do. back to their timeline or something like that? I think it's firing them back to their timeline. I Similar think they like say Loki? it's messy when you kill someone not in the right timeline. Oh, oh. I think that was the direct quote there. Oh, <laughs> as they disintegrate. <laughs> oh no! Oops. Um, I was gonna at the beginning of the movie, the bad people are shooting bullets at. Ryan Reynolds and his ship mm. as he's going to a wormhole. So those bullets go through the wormhole too. Are they just killing random people? JFK. Oh no. <laughs> you, oh, the grassy knoll. Oh no, that's how it happened. Ryan Reynolds caused such a chaos in the past. If that was I the know the sequel. Scene, I know that, the sequel to make. Look, if that was the end credit scene, perfect. Great job. Um, oh, that's great. I was going to say the uh the director for this though is Sean Levy who did Free Guy as well. So it's the guy who's going to do uh, Deadpool 3. I'm pretty buck on that. Yeah, he's, he's a good director. Whether or not you liked Free Guy, it was at least fun. Oh yeah. Um, and he I did like, Real Steel too. I I love Real Steel. That movie caught a lot of shit, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. But I also love uh, what's his name, um, Hugh Jackman. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, giant boxing robots, and that was when I was really into fighting. Like, uh, Warrior came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Boy, you wanted to watch me br- run through a brick wall. A little bit of that and oh, never back down. Warrior with um, with Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy and uh, the other guy's actually going to be in the new uh, Obi-Wan, too. I forget the guy's name. I just oh, God, I it's going to drive me nuts. I caught his look. name. He's like a very generic looking dude, but he was... Um, he got huge for that movie, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Um, like Joel, Joel Edgerton. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I couldn't think of his name. But yeah, he was in, he was in episode three as well. Wasn't oh, he also an Alita Battle Angel? He's actually in episode two as well. Oh Stars. wow! Yeah, he's he's. Oh, he's Owen Lars. Yeah, yeah. Alita Battle. Uncle Owen. Yeah, Uncle Owen. Oh, he right. Oh yeah. Yep. I forgot that was him. Was he an Alita Battle Angel? I can't There's remember if that was him. So much or... CGI in that that it's hard to tell who's who. I, I loved like... Alita Battle Angel. Oh, it was so great. Much fun. I I, I, I like it too. That's not getting greenlit. I don't think. Um. Who was I thinking of? You guys can get into the non-spoiler review while I try and find this guy's name. Okie dokie. Um, Unless you had more to go no, on. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. Uh, that's, I gave my two my two cents. And then and now, now we want a few more cents. Yeah, we'll get some <laughs> give more. Us, give us a spoiler sense. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to look through my notes. I, I didn't have that many kind of crazy notes partly because i was listening to this up until we yeah. were doing this <laughs> whoops on my part i i thought they could have done a better job with the bad guys to be honest yeah they're very generic bad guy yeah. one and they i think they even made a point of like 
Oh, did I do that to your face? face? Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like, now you know this one's really the bad guy because mm-hmm. he's got a messed up face. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming. Yeah. He, he's very, he's very butthurt about what he did to his pretty face. But, yeah, uh, yeah. hey, man, and was it, or Catherine Keener? Is that her? Is that, is that the actress's name? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Catherine, Catherine yeah. Keener. I just, I, they, they weren't, maybe it's because it was more geared to a younger like obviously yeah. we were talking about like it's PG-13 and there's there's killing but there's no like gore and blood which is why they get around to yeah. keeping it PG-13 and they got a, a 12 year old is essentially the main character exactly you can't yeah. make mm-hmm. it too ridiculous I mean I guess there are movies like that was it like high, uh, I can't remember it but um, there are some movies where you see it with the kids that they yeah. go like hardcore but this was not made for that this was made to be like yeah. a family friendly kind of movie um but yeah, I thought the bad guys could have been more bad or like more unique. Yeah, or like could have fleshed out kind of the 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 motives behind it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I feel like because mm-hmm. like I I will say at one point in the movie they're talking about what's 2050 like, which is where Ryan Reynolds comes from, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, have we seen Terminator? That's 2050 on a good day. I'm like, no, it's not. There's no <laughs> way that's how it is. You are literally flying time-traveling jets. There's no way it's Terminator out there. Yeah, because all you just do is go back and fix the timeline. And yeah. Then I- <laughs> yeah. And but also, what does that mean? There's, are there just robots walking around that are just like, zap, send you back to whatever the hell. <laughs> we don't Honestly, like he's probably just... He's over-exaggerating. He's but. exaggerating to make a kid go, this is bad and we have the chance to fix it. Right. Uh, either that or do you think he was messing with him with the typical like Ryan Reynolds just like, Poking and prodding. Maybe. They did just straight up kidnap the kid, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, how does... Did he come back to right before... Uh, they don't explain that. Yeah. Or, I think they can't. The they, right before what? Right before he ran away, I guess, or right before the they kidnapped line. him. Like, you're talking about the end, right? Yeah. Because otherwise, like, he comes back home, and then, you know, people were throwing through the windows previously, and there were a bunch of bodies oh, just no, unconscious it, outside. Oh, no. They fixed they everything. Came back? Oh, yeah. right. Right, right. Yeah. I was right. thinking about that, too, because I was like, the yeah. house is just destroyed. If, yeah, if the lady died back mm-hmm. in 2018, Nothing there never happened. would have been a fight. Right. Which, in theory, Mark Ruffalo should still be alive because so it would a butterfly effect. And yeah. so would JFK. We know that now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that, oh man, uh, that would be great to see, like, a picture of old JFK in the background as just a <laughs> deep-cut ru- Easter egg. Or just like someone be like, yeah, I can't believe JFK had, had two terms, two great terms. Two know, great, like yeah, two great terms, especially after that shooting that skyrocketed yeah. his popularity. <laughs> uh, so, it, I, I think it was rated a little higher, like R-rated. Maybe they could have done that. I don't know. If they, <laughs> I don't think you could have. Some people that yeah, I don't think kids. you could have a grassy knoll joke and oh retain PG-13. Yeah, yeah, that's too. It'd be tough. But so, be- did he get shot? He got shot before he got into his plane, the the jet, yeah. right? So. Yeah, he got shot with a bullet, which doesn't make as much sense when they have the laser guns. Yeah, why would they? Why would he get shot by a no, regular? They made comments about armor piercing rounds. Yeah. Oh, I have. Why wouldn't they just yeah. shoot him with the laser gun though? It disintegrate him. him. If I had to guess, did we see the laser gun not mounted on a vehicle ever? Mm, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're carrying him in the fight in the backyard. Yeah, what's her name? Zoe She shoots a bunch of people. Yep. Yeah. Nope, you make a good they point. Disintegrate, and that he got maybe shot. Maybe it's not a laser gun. Maybe it's just a regular gun, but the bullets hit them, and then they disintegrate. Incendiary rounds. Well, because she, at the end, too, she uses a gun with like what it looks like regular bullets or armor-piercing, what they say. Yeah, okay. so mm-hmm. like, I think that's the, the messy part of time travel, then. Messy part of dying and mm. not your right timeline is you just disintegrate. Okay. Neat. Well, if you don't... Okay, if you die and not your timeline, you just kind of... Go poof. Yep. 
All right, fair. I was curious about that, too. I was like, he got shot before he got in the plane, I'm assuming, because they were getting shot out in space. That's, I think that he got shot before, yeah, like That's what hitting I the plane. But, yeah. like, that was the, uh, he got but shot in his the, timeline, though. Yeah. But then why'd the plane let him fly? Because that's the whole point of, oh, you're injured. We can't let you fly. Uh, probably because he had not. He, right, he hadn't lost de- enough. His health that. hadn't declined enough yeah. yet. I was going to say, they probably, there's probably some, what? Well, because the movie had to happen, but. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> we forget <laughs> about that. Plot armor. <laughs> Money. Yeah. <laughs> The plane said, I'll fly you this one time. Um, I'm rewatching. I've got the scene pulled up to see if she sh- comes out firing laser guns. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, they just disappear like it. It looks like lasers, but I guess it's not. I know. That's what I was trying to remember because I think you're right. Because uh, she shoots the, and that's the one quote I had, or the one thing I. I <laughs> we're, we're okay with spoilers now? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're deep okay. into spoilers. That's what I figured, spoilers, but, but yeah, go for it. Um, the one towards the end. told everybody how JFK died. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You weren't aware of that. Yikes. The FBI has now tapped all of your phones. <laughs> Saying that phrase so many times, I'm definitely we're definitely all on a list. We're on a list now. Congrats, we did it. But um, the one part at the, the oh, dude, that's the one thing that really irked me was the ending of how he shoots the bullet, and then Mark Ruffalo has his quotes. But like, she shoots the bullet that gets oh, trapped yeah. in the metal, the the magnetic field that pulls through and kills herself in the past, yeah. and then he says his quotes, and that just. But like, the one thing I just thought of is like. Man, all those juggalos must be freaking out because they still don't know how magnets work. I mean, from you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like how magnets. How the fuck do they work? And they're once miracles. Good. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I hadn't, for, I hadn't thought about that forever. Amazing. I, I don't know why that came through. I was like, magnets. How the fuck do they work? I'm like, all the juggalos are gonna be so mind blown in this movie. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But um, then, okay, so also, you're right. She shows up with an M4, okay. but all of the guys have laser guns. Mm-hmm. But then they later don't have laser. But then they later say it's armor-piercing bullets. So it's just a continuity error. Yeah. Whoops. Oops. Because it's the same rifles. Yeah. But uh, that, and then that leads to that Mark Ruffalo quote, where I think I wrote it down, and it just like maybe that's because he's supposed to be Ryan Reynolds' dad, and they're supposed to have funny quips. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, so he said, uh, she she says like you never understood the the vision or yeah, whatever, and he said you never understood the science. And that's what, <laughs> yeah. And then after that, he says, "Sometimes it pays to be a nerd, guys." As he looks back at his both his sons. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo says every cheeseball line that exists in this movie. I feel like there, you know, there's also there's a ton of lines in this movie that are like, a, you ever watch a movie? Well, the commercial. Yes, the I girl gets the in. The girl gets in the cab mm-hmm. and goes, "I'm going home." And the cab driver goes. Where the, the hell is home? that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where to? Like, home. Yeah. Where the fuck is that? <laughs> this is that the movie because there are so many lines that get said where it's like the guy saying this line is the only one who's getting the reference. Right. Mm-hmm. Like him talking to Jennifer Gardner would be the creepiest conversation in real life. Oh, we yeah, we were talking about that. We mentioned that earlier in it, the bar. It would be except for the fact that Ryan Reynolds is attractive. So it's yeah. not creepy. <laughs> that's true. No, that's very from Ryan a societal Reynolds perspective. Hot, hot enough to get past the. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, from a societal the, perspective, you're not wrong. Yeah. It's not creepy. That's why Ted Bundy is such a great job. Happened to me is. <laughs> if it's any of us sitting in the bar telling her that advice, yes, the police are already on yeah, their way. Yeah, cops on their way. <laughs> yeah. So okay, the gun that she shoots at the end is the exact same rifle that they shoot earlier in the movie that has lasers come out of it earlier in the movie. Do you think it's the same thing as like Dread where you can change the ammunition within it? Maybe so. We'll I don't know. Give them the benefit of yeah, the doubt. Yeah, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but that is a massive continuity error. Also, to, like, 
Maybe maybe they're just highlighting where the bullets are, like yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. But I feel like I laser know. guns, like, it would have to be a metal bullet for that whole end scene to work because a laser wouldn't be pulled in by the uh, magnetic field. I mean, it might be. It wouldn't kill the person that was standing in the semi-line of fire. You're downrange still. That's true. Why are, you, why are you standing there? You know what would have been a... Also, you're towards the... There's so many reasons why she should not have been standing down that way. <laughs> no, yeah. She got pushed. She got pushed. That's fair. <laughs> then duck. You get on the ground and like crawl. The only thing that I would say that would have been a slightly better ending than Margaret Ruffalo doing a nerdy or a cheese ball line yeah. would have been her going, I couldn't let myself become that. Yeah. That would have been a great. Oh, I, would, like, I would more happy with that. That would have way more weight yeah. to it. Yeah. Where she turned, she turned the gun on herself. She pulls a looper. She's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Spoilers for Looper. <laughs> <laughs> we're spoiling movies that we're not even reviewing. It's old. It's an older movie now. It's mm-hmm. not that old, but like, you know. It's old enough. Yeah. It's probably 10 years old. Yeah. You saw it on TNT probably. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a time travel movie. It's yeah. the same genre. It's been on FX. Yeah. yeah. They have the movies. They have the movies. They have the movies. Arby's has the meat. I was gonna. I was literally about to say that. <laughs> Watch FX and Arby's. You got meat and movies. It's a lot of stuff. It's a little bit too much going it's on. Too <laughs> it is exactly ten years old. Damn. Wow. Good call. Really. Good call. Mm-hmm. Twenty twelve release. There were a lot of movies that came out in twenty twelve. That's kind of an easy guess to run with. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> huh. But yeah, I agree with that ending. I did not like the ending they gave because it would have made it a little bit more feel good. Like a bad person becomes good again. You know what I mean? Right. Um, give it a redemption arc. Yeah. Because they don't let Mark Ruffalo come back. He's 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 still dead when he goes to the future or when he goes back to his timeline. He's yeah. still dead. And I thought that that would have been. I was trying to think of a way to ease it or make it a little bit more happy. You know what I mean? I I they, thought they were gonna have to. I uh, thought they were gonna do Catherine Keener be the person that like I ran into him with the car or something. Oh yeah, oh, that would I thought it was gonna loop around. Like he lived, and it's easy. like yeah. they f- figure it out later. Yeah. Um, mm. Alternatively, I was thinking about a potential Doc Brown ending. Yeah. Uh, from Back to the First Back to the Future, the whole time he's like, I can't be told anything about it. Da da da. And he tears the note in half, mm. and then still wears the bulletproof vest because he caved and read There's it later. Note. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. So many time travel movies. That's by far my favorite trilogy of all time. Is the Back to the Future? Yeah, I th- honestly um, with time the, travel. The first Back to the Future me. is a ma- is a masterclass in writing. Anybody who is interested in writing or mm-hmm. interested in movies should go back and watch and really understand that movie because it has an almost perfect usage of every one of its minutes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's that is an incredible movie for sure. We Which, about speaking of, the, we have not. We should. Uh, speaking of, though, this movie did not feel bloated no. and didn't feel um, rushed either. It had a really good pacing throughout. I would, I, I would agree for the most part. It felt like it moved along pretty quickly. I'm trying to find how long it is. It's an hour and like 40 with credits. I think mm-hmm. it's like hour three because I like hour 30 is right. But I think you were right, though. When hour they did, 46 runtime. Okay. There you go. But to your point, when you said they're like, they kind of cut all the BS at the beginning and they're like, oh, yeah. Let's, I, I think you're right. I think that was what made it saved it from being <clears throat> the 19th time we've seen Martha Wayne and Thomas Wayne get shot in an alley. Like, exactly. Uh, and they saw bullying in, in one scene. Yep. By having a, <laughs> like, a bigger bully. Basically <laughs> harassed. Knowing someone. is half the battle about knowing it's going on. The other half's extreme violence towards yeah. a child. <laughs> oh, God. The other half is harassing a child. <laughs> oh, no. <And> she, <laughs> if you don't shut up, you'll be eating Chuck's feet. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, what I do? <laughs> Shut up, Chuck, or whatever he says. I, to be fair, I like that Chuck is not like an aggro secondary bully. I like that it kind of it's a little subversive that Chuck's getting shit on by both people <laughs> yep. in all the interactions. He's just the lackey. Mm-hmm. He's he's the crab or Goyle from Harry Potter. Yeah, the Draco yeah. Malfoy. Yeah. Whichever one of them stays in the series, I forgot that one. Whichever of one didn't become problematic. Correct. Yeah, that is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just imagine that the bullies afterwards, it's just like him smacking his friend off the side of the head, like slapstick humor stuff like that. For uh, what's his? What was the guy's the other bully? The second bully's name? Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, the salt bullying. You just get a bigger bully. Yeah. Yep. What they. There's always a bigger fish. Yep. Um, also, that felt like it was a reference that was going to come back around, and it never yeah, it sure did. did. I thought that was going to be kind of a Chekhov's gun reference, and I figured like the the bad guy whose face was a little burnt would be Chuck, the older. Well, not that he'd be Chuck. <laughs> oh, that would be, that'd be a great <laughs> twist. Honestly, that would be a good twist. No, I I was going to say like just like older Ryan, older Adams bully or whatever from from school, mm-hmm. and I didn't really touch on that. Um, what was coming to mind? I don't know. I don't know either. Mm. It left. Unfortunately. Oh, when um, Saren was talking to them about... Also, her name's Saren, right? Uh, sure. think so, right? Who? The uh, bad person's last name. The owner lady. I, I know her first name's Maya, I think. Yeah. Sar- Maya so Saren. Maya, is, that might be the company name. But I think is, it's her last name. Sorian. Sorian. Mm. Uh, Sorian mm. sounds like a Mass Effect name. Um, yeah, it does. But Sorian is... Set, tells Ryan Reynolds, I had to kill your wife twice. And Ryan Reynolds just doesn't even do like react to it, yep. to it at all. I was like, Mark Ruffalo then says like a cheese ball line. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's it's such a brief little interaction that you kind of forget about it. Yeah. But it like, it lingered back here. I was like, that was a little awkward. I was waiting for that moment to be like, I went back and killed you already. I'll kill you again. Mm-hmm. So right. Mark Ruffalo. And then it was about his wife. And I was like, you didn't really react to that either, yeah. Right. I was the same Just, way as you, like, huh. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like a throwaway line that really shouldn't have been a throwaway line. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I should have. I, I just thought of this now when you are saying, when you are trying to think of story, and I should have been like, ah, oh, Samsonite. was <laughs> 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 way off. I, I did go Mass Effect. I was like, oh, Cerberus. Right, that's exactly where my yeah. brain was or at. Or Santorans or whatever. That might be Doctor Who. I don't know. I have a lot of useless knowledge in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> How many has he actually seen, and what has he seen on YouTube? Mm. The world may never know. Mm, correct. We will never the, know. This show is just parsing out what Q's actually watched and what he's YouTubed. Yep. <laughs> what did I look up? The, give me the spark notes. Yeah. Um, anybody got anything else on this one? I know you said you took some notes. I I think we touched on most of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Uh, the Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Saldana, little marriage bit, the 15 minutes they had her on uh, or in the movie. Pretty good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Zoe Saldana was very underutilized. Yeah, in this, I she think. had a good day. Right, she elevated every scene that she was in. She's very much like, oh, they're filming Guardians of the Galaxy next door. She's not needed for the day. <laughs> Come on down. You know what scene I did like is they were hooking up for the first time, and he was like, "Hey, oh, I've been shot," and she was like, "Tough it out." Yeah, <laughs> like, like that was a great like. <laughs> I like that they they started like hinting at it, and the kids like. I'm I'm gonna leave. Uh, yeah, I'm, gonna leave. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be here yet. <laughs> yeah. Yet, yet. <laughs> Later. 
Did you guys did you guys like the scoring of the movie, like the music that was played? I thought the music was a little oh, weird in certain areas. It was unique, but I liked it because it was it didn't feel like every other movie that's out. Like it was like throwing in tracks that I've never seen in a movie. I was like, this kind of works. Yeah. I, I liked the music like song choices for sure mm-hmm. that they came up with. But I, otherwise, like I didn't I didn't pay attention to the music as much as I should have. Yeah, I, it, it caught my ear only because like I felt like some of the action scenes, it was just like that old school rock. And I was like, I, I did enjoy that, though. I, I, I Don't get me wrong. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that the music could have been a little, uh, some scenes. But then I looked up the, all the music and all the names are like referencing to like time travel or time. And like, oh, oh that's clever. Yeah, I they should so. have. Let's do the time warp again. Right oh, when, from right Rocky Horror Picture away. Show. Yeah. Let's do the time warp again. <laughs> yeah, I think I just, I searched just, it earlier. Boom. Back to the start. And jump it into... Uh, was there any end credit scene I didn't stick around to watch? I didn't either. Mm-mm. But there was 10 minutes know. of credits, so there might have been. Well, my laptop died, so I'll check that later. Oh, no. Okay, no, no they're not all based about time travel. There's just one that mentions time. It's Led Zeppelin. But, ah. Oh, long time. Uh, good times, bad times. I think that's that one f- uh, fight scene. Oh, no, that's when he's escaping in the beginning. Good times, bad times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we are not going to get DMCA'd off of my voice. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it has a, no, this does not have a postcard scene. Okay. It's a lot of credits. Yep. Um, everybody want to give ratings? Sure. We generally do out of a hundred Q. You want to go okay. first? Sure. I'll give it 75, uh, destroyed timelines out of a hundred. All righty. <laughs> what you got, Johnny? I, I, I didn't want to look at the ratings, and I glanced at them before because I wanted to give my own. But I'm sorry. I know. I did it on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. No, no. I did it earlier today. Oh, okay. um, but I put it – I feel bad putting it this low because I think it deserves a little – I put it at like a 67 out of 100. Oh. Like, I'm not saying it's terrible. I think it was a good watch. It's not something I'd go back and rewatch again per se. Yeah, but it's a good time waster. Exactly. Hour mm-hmm. 30, like I said, that's my favorite like length of time for a movie. Or most things, so um, yeah, I give it like a sixty-seven. Maybe, maybe rewatch it again. Maybe give it a seventy-one, but I probably won't get to rewatching it just because I got yeah. I got, yeah, I got stuff what to I watch. Need. So yeah, uh, I'm putting it right at a seventy-three. And you know, we kind of always describe like this is not grade school scoring. Like fifty yeah. is the center of this bell curve, not seventy. Gotcha. So I agree. Oh, okay. I any, like that. Anything that's over the halfway mark is a pretty damn good movie. Okay. Uh, is generally how we like to pitch where things are at. Because if you look at what we've given 100, or I don't think we've given anything 100 yet. We've not given anything 100 yet. Okay. I would give Back to the Future 100, um, Return of the King, like uh, Dark Knight maybe, I will say, Seven Samurai. We are yeah. more skewed to being like the uh, schooling rubric. We also don't review a whole lot of things we don't like. That's true. Uh, yeah. So it does create some bias. So it. this being at an average of seventy two is number fifty on our list out of. Uh, <laughs> we got it. The issue is not, we only have time to do one of these episodes a week, and mm-hmm. I don't want to watch something that sucks. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love shitty movies. Like out of, of sixty one, it's fifty. <laughs> shitty movies to be like that were made to be shitty movies, but I just kind of like watching shitty movies anyway because they typically help me fall asleep. But <laughs> we've, we've got to start doing some of the offshoot ones where we were talking about cult yeah. classic corner because some of those are going to be in the 50s and we'll be like, some people enjoy this 100. Right. But yeah. it is a 50. Right. Yeah. 
Some people join 100, others a zero. <laughs> Average it out. There it is. We also, we don't have any zeros yet, do we? You haven't watched Baby Geniuses uh, 2 yet or reviewed it? No. Should, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I might have given Cool World a zero. Yes. No, we don't have anything there. The lowest we went is in the 20s. Okay. Was that Cool World? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ba- Baby Geniuses 2, do. Cats vs. Dogs. I mean, mm-hmm. I can name off a bunch of 90s off. Oh, no movies. way. <laughs> I remember watching oh, it as yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Cool World, you gave it a 26. I also gave it a 26. That movie was tough. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a good look. It was Hugh Framed Roger Rabbit, the worst version. The bad version, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you guys got anything else before we go? I no. got nothing. I enjoyed the movie. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else. I'm excited to see what we pick for the next time. Isn't it wild how quickly Ukraine got off our brains? Yeah, I was going to bring up <laughs> Russia. Apparently, uh, Russia made it legal to co- infringe on copyright. So they're getting the Batman, but... It might be faced the other way for some shots. Ah. <laughs> They're going to just mirror it. I just I was thinking about news things that we probably should have touched on. And I was like, ah, no, there's we, a whole humanitarian it, crisis in Ukraine that we talked on. It's a happy fun time episodes. movie. We're going to yep. have a happy fun time news. <laughs> um, on that depressing note, yeah. we'll catch you guys next time. Thank Bye. you for joining us and see you soon.